Hi everyone, I'm Mamsa. And I'm Portia. Welcome to Assume It Will Be Brilliant. Shondaland Sam Podcast. Hi Mamsa. Hi Portia. How are ya? Good. Okay, that's like a full lie. Like, I'm truly low to lower medium at best. What was that thing that Tom said to Cousin Greg in Succession? I'll move you to the bottom of the top. Or something. Yes. <laughs> you'll the top the, of the bottom. You'll be at the top of the bottom. You know, so I'm truly at the top of the bottom right now. Not even. I think I'm in the middle or I might be at the bottom. But oh, no. I'm very, as per usual, excited to talk to you. We both binge watched Inventing Annie yesterday, you know, real mm-hmm. induction right back into Shondaland. And you watched The Inventor. Uh, yep the Elizabeth Holmes documentary. Um, and we're also just going to like spice it up just because it's similar with Firefest. And randomly, the guy from Firefest was also in Inventing Anna. So it ended up being relevant anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm hungover from Inventing Anna. You know, when you just, oh, there's, there's still... There's still more in the episode. Oh, and there's still another episode. And I know. Still another I, one, I thought so. in my mind, I was like, oh, the style of episode one, this is probably just the only long episode. Uh, uh-huh. you know, the others will and be like wasn't. a half. Oh my God. They took so much time. I was like, yo, I'm going to have to clean, eat, walk my dog while watching this show to actually get it <laughs> to finish. Yeah. I mean, by the time people listen to this episode it would have been out for a while but we watched it we're recording just it's the third day it's been out so it's all a buzz right now I think it's probably going to be number one on Netflix and I think we were just very excited to watch some a different a very different Shondaland show a limited series vibe that's just this is it the one shot this is it Based on something true, like a real story, except for the parts that were made up, which I loved that they kept putting that in. I did enjoy watching it, but it was, it was, it was a lot. Um, And like you said, earlier in the week, I actually watched um, The Inventor because I actually wanted to see a different type of story similar to this, where someone is sort of making up what they can do, just really pumping up what they can do yeah i just was interested because it's also a, a woman you know that that's elizabeth holmes is this woman who hustled you know silicon valley and i just wanted to get more on that so that's me i'm maxed maxed out but uh-huh. really keen to chat because i've got thoughts yeah shall we start with inventing anna and the and the what we call the believability of white women yeah well, first, I want to say, in as much as it was a new Shonda show, it felt very, it's a funny that her real name is Anna Sorokin, because it was yes. giving Aaron Sorkin vibes. Like the dialogue oh, was pretty quick, you know, between the people and quite meaty. People mm-hmm. didn't say short sentences, like a lot of the time. And then when they did, it was very like quippy, which reminded me a yes. lot of like Sorkin's writing. Um, but it was still giving some scandal vibes. The way it's cut, and then also at the end, you read all the executive producers say people, Betsy Beers, like, exactly. um, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name now, but he pay- he played Cyrus's husband in, in Scandal. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say that it was, it still gave some air of old Chandelat shows that we like. I mean, absolutely. I was busy watching, writing down all the people that I recognize from Shondaland. 
Kate Burton, who's Ellis Gray, and I can't remember what her character's in Scandal, and Jeff Perry, who's Cyrus Bean. And then Katie Lowe's, who plays, oh, also Scandal, um, Katie Lowe's, Quinn Perkins and Scandal. Mm-hmm. And then it also had Anna, I can't remember, I don't know how you say her name, but Anna DeVere. And she's the lady um, from, from For the People. Um, and of course, we had the Marika Dominic. Dominic, I can't, I don't know how you say her name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she played Eliza Minnick in Grace. Yes. We yes, had David yes. Rose. David um, Rose. Scandals. I'm so David happy to Rose. see him. Yes, yes, and yes. Dell. David Rose had a practice. Dell is there. Yes, yes, yes. Del is there. Uh-huh. And then we had Arian Moyed. Again, I don't know how to say these people's names, um, yeah. but he he's the guy from Succession. And it was yeah. so interesting to watch him in such a very different role. Mm. But it was like, it was a very Shondaland show in that, of course, if it's Shondaland, if it's Shonda Rhyme, she's going to bring her people. And yeah. I mean, they really were all, I felt, playing very different roles than what they were doing in the previous um, Shonda show. So that was really cool to see as well. And yeah, of course... Did. The star of our show, Julia Garner, Ozark, Ozark, Julia Garner. Queen of Ozark, okay. I mean, wow. I mean, she was giving fake German heiress. She understood she the assignment, was. okay? She gave fake Russian German heiress, you know? <laughs> I could not handle how much Julia was actually looking like her, even though they obviously right. look like very different people, but really yes. emulated like those Instagram photos and things. And I love the character she created. Of course, we'll never know Same. how Anna actually was. Yeah, or is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But apparently she said stuff like that as well. So, I mean, so basic. So I know <laughs> it would kill me every time. Oh, and it was in the trailer, but I also ended the first episode. But when she... <laughs> feigns like being sad or whatever and then she's just like are you pregnant or are you just yeah, so very just very fat, fat. <laughs> are you serious you know but she created a great character i still can't she answer really did. whether or not i mean and people aren't one thing we've talked about this multiple of course. times on the podcast but was she it's still very unclear and the lawyer asks her outright like towards the end like do you oh, that fight between them epic everybody must oh, be like the episode the nine the, the best scene oh anyway the best scene. yeah um because they really call each other out you know and he's like do yeah. you actually believe in your delusions like it's unclear yes, it's like you're it's actually unclear. delusional or if you believe what you're saying is true, it's, you know, which kind of sounds like the same thing. But yeah, I, I thought Julia Gunner did an incredible job. And so did Anna Chlumsky. Is that how you say her name? The yes, reporter. The, they really, they flipped. They blew my mind in terms of, as characters, I found them very believable. And I kept having to remind myself, this is not a documentary. This is not a documentary. Yeah. Because um, it's not like, it's not like Fire, which is, a you know, my favorite Netflix documentary of all time. I, it's so wonderful. Nothing will ever compare. And I really like that they put in a scene that was representative of how the majority of us felt with um, yes. Neff's partner. When he's in the yes, show, he who talks just about who's dying. He's like, not these rich people eating Galvina cheese yes. in FEMA tents. Like, I'm dying. And it's sad. It we was, have no sympathy for rich people. 
it's quite sad and especially because they were willing to spend as much money as they were willing to spend but I I really so so it's funny to watch something that is it's I guess it's like watching the crown yeah you're watching something that is based on reality but is completely fictionalized at the same time it's just exactly it's for the drama I really have to keep telling myself like, this is not necessarily exactly what happened, but it just felt, oh, I loved it. I really loved it. it. I have to say, let me preface it by saying this. I felt like there were very, very great scenes just as a show and great Mm -hmm. episodes. And then there was somewhere it felt a bit like, okay, what would you give it out of 10? Oh, well, yeah, I definitely would not give it a 10 out of 10. I mm-hmm. think towards the end, episode seven, eight, nine, it kicked into high gear because, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the chase is on, the, the walls are closing in on you. They started to do really interesting rewind. Yes. And so when they fell into that structure of the, the reporter starting to be like, this is what happened. And then they'd show you it happening. I, at first I was a little bit like, wait, what's going on? Why is it becoming like narration now? And we're not following it in real time. But I did appreciate them being like, scam number one, scam number two, scam number three. <laughs> like, yes. You know, this is how it yes. went down. So I think I would give it a seven, like a 7.5. Because that's like seven. entertaining. It's not, it, it doesn't blow your mind. You're not like unable to leave. Like I was very much able to pause in the middle of episodes and be like, I'll get back to you. I found the first three episodes a little slow. And I was like, oh no, am I going to be same. disappointed? You same. know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's what so I would score it. I actually 100% in the beginning, I would have given it a six. Episode four really for me was like, yes, this is great television <laughs> with, the, um, with the lawyer. Yeah. And when he realizes right at the end, when she, Vivian comes to tell him, she made that whole, like she recorded, she oh, bought yes. an app on app, I, the app store. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. She was pretending to be this guy. That episode for me, was like, okay, this is a show. And I, I felt the same. It was, I would also give it a seven. I think in a 7.5 specifically because the acting I thought was just really great. From all of yeah. them, I think they gave great performances. Yeah. Katie Lowe's as well as Rachel. Oh my gosh, was, so good. I was, I like, was dying. It was so funny. It was I fantastic. Really yeah. Laverne yeah. Fox was Laverne Cox. Fox. Yeah, yeah. It was also fantastic. I really liked her. Um, she's all just that she's saying her mantras. She's saying like, ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I loved it so, so much. She was great. Sorry. Yeah. And Neff. Neff was a very good actress. She was fantastic. I really liked her. I liked her DC accent. I like, yeah. Neff was so good. Yeah. But I mean... I mean, at the top of this, we were talking about, I mean, I think what we initially were going to talk about was the believability of white women and specifically linking it to Elizabeth Holmes. And interestingly, I felt a bit more like these two, two, not just two, I guess three, for me were more about not necessarily the believability of white women, but the believability of white men. and people will believe what they want to they, believe. what they want to believe about or what you people. show them which is what what you yeah. show them and i just it still blows my mind and 
a couple of episodes in, I just thought, how on earth, how on earth did this happen? Like, how did they believe this? But people will believe what they want to believe. Because also it's not as if like, yeah, by money or, you know, something else like that lawyer we're talking about, like he, if he's motivated by he's seeing money dollar signs and he's, he just, when he ticks that yes, that she can afford all of this without any, in seeing any paperwork, nothing. Yeah. And just, and, and just seeing, <laughs> actually I'm speechless. Yes. <laughs> well, but here's the thing though. Like you, we, as a people and a society, we create these institutions and we imbue them with authority, right? Like if, mm. if, if, and titles, right. And status. Mm. So if somebody has a doctor in front of their name, you elevate them in some little way. Right. And then mm-hmm. this show is about like the flash, the money. If you yes. appear wealthy, if you're running in wealthy circles, if you're yes. um, like, I mean, yeah, they juxtaposed her with the Firefest guy. Right. Who, mm-hmm. by the way, another crossover, he's in four, the people right yes um, yes, yes. He, and also martin martin screlly is part of their circle at some point the farmer bro the guy yes, who like yes. increased the price of an hiv drug and everyone was like what an evil person blah 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 and they they show you as much as they need to show you again because mm. the, like the way business works the goal is to make a profit and like mm-hmm. what you need is the capital to start it so all you have to do is convince people that if They give you X, you will give them Y. So already Mm -hmm. the foundation is there for there to Mm -hmm. be this sort of gap, this nebulous faith-based situation. (laughs) And in order to put faith in you, we rely on certain markers of status and wealth and all this thing. So she was, and she, that's the other thing. And the show comments on this. And she, her character is motivated by Anna, is like, I'm a serious business person like I'm not playing around like this is very very serious for me I'm trying to build something Something, and and she keeps on talking about if I were a man like and part of me is just like girl you a scammer stop trying to use sexism (laughs) to get away with it but at the same time she's not wrong because sure this is the story we know about why because she was young because she was female and because she did it without the so-called former credentials you have if you look at Elizabeth, she actually had to do less than Anna. She Absolutely. was from Princeton and dropping out of Princeton has its own status because she's got a thing. Mm-hmm. She was talking to specific kinds of rich older men, right? Yes. She was com- you know, so she was doing what Anna was doing, but with more status, right? Anna had yeah. to get herself into circles, had to build yes. her own uh, mystique, uh, a mystique around herself, right? And then just be believed because she was doing the things people would expect rich people to do rich people would do exactly and yes obviously she was manipulative i mean she i could not believe she stole four hundred thousand dollars in credit cards from that other lady and then managed to exit just before um she got caught and again like the way that things work to your advantage people are so embarrassed about being had that she they didn't even, even suffer consequence. because exactly you're like how was i a wealthy wealthy woman conned by this child and that also Mm -hmm. helped her get away with a lot but people also at the same time want to believe in a rich genius ingenue in a a super big idea about something better than the soho club right like you're always going for that sort of thing so anyway i've rambled a little bit but it's just to say that i completely agree with how could this happen but on the other hand the 
the foundation is there for it to happen. Yeah. The means are there. The way this thing is set up. You come to me with a business plan, with an idea. You show me, and the 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 what the Asian woman in the show explained it to the reporter very well. That rich people yeah. don't risk their own money. They, you know what I mean? Like they borrow it. And so it's set up that way. All you have mm-hmm. to do is convince them that if they give you the money, you'll make them more yep. money. So she you really, can make, exactly. Yeah. So I really understand Anna when she says, I did nothing wrong. Nothing here. wrong. I put in the work I, to get I what actually, I needed to get to build the thing I was trying to build. You know, I agree. And I also felt a bit like, you know what, in truth, hers was a bit of a victimless crime Yeah. in that her victims were very, very, very rich people who basically couldn't sweat it. Like, even we talk about that, the, you know, the lady, Kate Burton's character who loses the 400 grand, like, she's like, fine. She, she feels scammed, but she, she's not really, it's, it's really no skin off her back. It's like, yeah. cool, whatever. The bank's, the every the only victim was Rachel, and even Rachel, Amex paid the money. So there was that's not, the thing, it and was same for the other rich, rich woman. And that's the thing: if you're that rich, if you get scammed, they, pay they will pay you back. And so these people, it was a victimless crime. Lost nothing, exactly. They lost oh, nothing. Yeah. And the problem is that they believed her. It's yeah. not so much that she lied; it's that they believed her because she did the things that you that are required to be yeah. in those circles yeah which shows how low the bar and is people put them in those circles like even people if you look at the character of Neff she also and Neff comments on it she's very clear about it she's like everybody here is running game everybody Everyone's has a hustle hustling. so this woman is tipping her at a hundred dollar bills mm-hmm. she knows exactly what will please this woman so she does do her the favor of getting her in the right rooms in the right places mm-hmm. in the right things then she feels upset about it when she finds out wait you're not even the real deal like what the hell but she does say hey it's cool. If you're running your hustle, run your hustle. Just don't lie to me about it. And I'm not going down with you, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I also even like, and you know, the, the, I can't remember what Kate Burton's character's name is, but she also set Anna up with the right people. As soon as she took her to that garden event and introduced her to those people who just needed, she literally just needed an introduction And once she had, can you imagine in business that all you need is an introduction? And once she had the introduction, she was able to go back to the people who had previously rejected her. And they said, oh, I didn't know you knew this person. Mm -hmm. Um, Seeing as you know this person, I absolutely will work with you because you know them. Not because, and suddenly her idea sounds great to them because she knows the right people or the right people know her not because of anything that she's proven she just happens to now be in the right circle and so when i say the believability of white men a lot of those people just needed one white man to approve her Mm -hmm. and then suddenly they were like Oh, she's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. If this and, and people also don't want to be left homes. behind. People, people don't want to be left behind. Yeah, they don't want to be the ones who said no. Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what Anna said to our um David Rosen character that that's what my she when she's telling him on the boat that you don't want to miss out on her sham of a boyfriend's app. I mean, 
<laughs> Let's not call the boyfriend a sham. Let's call the app a sham. Even Ooh, though he uh, was uh, a sham uh, of the boyfriend. Uh, that boyfriend is a sham. He was adopted he was and he kept calling himself the son of immigrants because his mother came from Canada when she was two <laughs> years old. Are you just, come on. You're also a scammer. He was, he was such a scammer. And but when she said to him, you know, you, you don't like, this is what I said to my father when I said invest in Facebook. And he was like, no, I just need to have my contacts, blah, blah, And he was left behind. Do you want to be left behind essentially? And yeah. that's the thing, like, especially it's that thing of not, you don't want to miss the bus. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it's like this bus is could be gold plated and yeah. all these men, even with um, Elizabeth Holmes, who just had, one or two white men in a yeah. big place who approved her. And then every other person in Silicon Valley was like, well, then obviously, obviously she's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's fine. She's fine. I think for both of them and even for Fire Fest Festival, the truth is I feel like it is just, we create this narrative about ourselves. Right. And that's what we're constantly doing, even on social media. We are creating yeah. a specific narrative. We're creating a character. We're telling a story about ourselves. And yeah. whatever story we tell, people believe. Believe yeah. that to be who we are. It's astounding to me that we, yeah. I can create a whole social media feed that's based on little snippets of my life. And people believe that is my whole life yeah it's funny because i think yeah last week we were talking about watching the bachelor at some stage i'm hoping we'll do but <laughs> i spoke about this podcast that i love listening to mm. and they see the whole thing as a game bachelor or bachelorette they look at the contestants instagram feeds mm -hmm. and then they predict who will win based just at right at the beginning before the show starts airing they try to predict who will win what places these people come based on their instagram feeds and they talk about how even the producers are watching your Instagram feeds before you go on and they will sort of create an archetype based on your Instagram. We're moving into a world where social media will dictate how people see us, how people perceive us. Even no, though it's an incomplete, it's an yeah. incomplete, the metaverse will be where people I mean, on the one hand, I agree with that. But on the other hand, you also usually only experience whoever you're experiencing in, in relationship with one dimensionally. Like, you don't see me in my romantic yes, you relationships. You don't see me. Not That's that you true. need to have that information. <laughs> you don't see me in, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? In, like, when I'm trying to be professional. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to some extent, I struggle with this question of whether is the medium of online making us different or is offline behavior just moving on online and we're just seeing it mm. in like a very larger than life like mu multiplied and you can see everyone's globally all the time do you know what i mean because mm -hmm. like everything that's awful when people talk about harassment and all this stuff i'm like that's from us without the internet we still have those things Absolutely. so it's just like it, but, it gives you a different way to do a thing so i, I but Absolutely. i do definitely but I think it exacerbates things you know absolutely but i think the the, the cur curation element yeah is is what i think is what these people were doing yeah. is that they were just curating a specific yeah. image a specific yeah. life and right. and that is what we're buying into yeah. i mean even if you look at elizabeth holmes we she she got the offices in silicon valley when you're really there 
Yeah. It's as if like, yeah. wow, already without doing anything, you're yeah. already wow. What she did was com- repeat the same story all the time about her, un- her uncle who yeah. got cancer and it went from the skin to his brain and, yeah. and she repeated and then she repeat her vision, repeat yeah. it to the employees, repeat it to investors, repeat it. And she was able to create, curate, even on television, this this thing that was never there. Like it, it was, yeah. it wasn't real. She just created. But I mean, it's like that thing that they thing. say, like your thoughts really create your reality. But also if you repeat a lie long enough, it becomes the truth, even to yourself. And I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. And Anna Delvey. Repeated Elizabeth the lie Holmes, long enough. A hundred percent. Like the, it's, they're both impressive in that. Elizabeth Holmes didn't use social media so much, but they're both very impressive in that they both created a version of themselves that was not real, but they, yes. they just, but wasn't it? Like at the same time, it's like they lived and breathed it. <laughs> it was Maybe. all the right ingredients, but they yeah. just couldn't get it to taste right. Yeah. It just wasn't the dish. Because it's still, it rested on lies. But again, this is the dangerous part of overly othering and being so like shocked by these sort of people who we, we're like considering them outliers like mm-hmm. wow what kind of woman what kind of person does this who can mm. scam this but it's always very important to me to be like it's a person so remember you know that mm. the, that my Angela said but I think she was quoting someone else that which is human cannot be foreign to me right and what they did we labor all the isms of life right like the hierarchies mm. the value systems that we have about human fellow human beings when we are exactly the same species it's the same thing. It's like a story mm. that we've chosen to believe. These kinds of people are X, Y, Z. And we literally, our behavior works that way. Our respect, our kindness, our treatment towards like, certain mm-hmm. people changes in the minute. You know what I mean? On the, on a, mm-hmm. Like we do it all the time. To me, it's like, wow, the goal of the gumption, you know, like the, the extent that you took it. You, you the had audacity. The audacity. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, low-key impressed for both of them essentially at the end fairly victimless crime the people who they took for their money you know not elizabeth holmes though oh yeah not elizabeth holmes billy mcfarland sure yeah 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 no actually no i think we're thinking of it differently because for me, who bought into their vision and who gave of themselves and were there people like for me, Billy McFarland did actually harm people in the end, the people of the island, you know, and even oh, though they so, were rich people absolutely. who bought into something who flew like actual humans. Oh, like, no, you're right. You're right. Lost time. And, you know, like they think... were harmed in, in like, very, like real material ways. You know what I mean? Sure. I actually think Anna Anna Sorok and Anna Dalvi, I think she's the only one who had fairly victimless yeah. crimes. Yeah. In that Elizabeth Holmes, people actually went to to those shops, to those yeah. stores yeah. and bought the test and like paid for the test. And then yeah. um the test was incorrect like useless. it didn't give cor- it yeah. was useless. Yeah. And yeah. people are getting blood test results and relying on them. Yeah, and yeah, not yeah. know, and you're not getting accurate information about your health. Completely. So never mind. Elizabeth and Firefest <laughs> horrible because people got God. I mean, I do think like other human beings got God. Yeah, it's true.
controversial figure of this whole thing is that Rachel character. Again, like I say, victimless crime. Rachel was the- <laughs> I mean, to, here's the thing. To some extent, I have a little bit of empathy. I have zero. For, you have zero empathy. <laughs> Because okay. I do okay, think not not zero. Sorry, I do have a little, and I'll tell you where I had empathy for her. Yeah, I it might be the same place. Like the place okay. I have empathy for her is just in the experience of it, right? Because here's mm-hmm. the thing: as much as you want to be like, girl, you are in it for these free trips, you're whatever mm-hmm. you thought you. That's true, but they did have a relationship, and that was the relationship. Rachel mm-hmm. believed sure. her friend. I, I mean, I think like lucky break that your friend's super wealthy, you know, mm-hmm. and wants to give you those things. But I, and we could make judgments about like social media, social climbers, people who want to be in the mm-hmm. right scene, blah, 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 whatever. Everybody mm-hmm. has relationships because it benefits them in some shape, way or form. So for me, I do think if it were me, like the experience of being mm. in a foreign country and spending an insane amount of money with a very rich, who, someone who you believe is rich. And now you're suddenly putting down your personal card and your personal work credit card. And then for weeks being like, please pay me back, please pay me back, try to hide. It. I do think that that is an awful experience, right? I don't okay. want to like trivialize or minimize just how stressful that must be for that's the only part where i have it because anything that blindsides you you're not ready for and if i saw sixty two thousand dollar thinking on between my personal and my work credit card and i'm spending my whole salary every month just on the minimum payment so nothing happens i'm not well people want to be like oh she's such an opportunist and you know went and made money and did all this stuff but i also do believe I mean, I don't know this person, obviously, but Mm -hmm. to the extent she's like, I saw that this story was going to be public anyway, regardless of my participation. Mm -hmm. So I was going to use it how I wanted to use it. I'm going to tell my Anna story. I'm going to also, you know, get the deals that I get out of it, because if it's going to go public and my my image, my persona is going to be out there and going to be told, let me also put my foot in it. How she was lying to her friends, though, by the way, at least in the show, we don't know in real life how it went down. That I was like, oh, no, you're not out here pretending like, isn't it crazy? Is she out of here? My gosh. And like she didn't reveal um, in her article and to the people that she's the one who set her up to get arrested. That's what makes you be like, mm-hmm. you are a little bit shady. So I I am with you 100% in that where I feel sorry for her and have empathy for her is when she was in Morocco with Anna and she now has to pay this money and she has to put her car down. That experience, I agree with you 100%. In, in the experience of it, I would, I mean, she looked terrified as well. I hate that for her. Like, that is a horrible, especially when you know you can't afford, like, you can't actually afford this thing it it must be like wow especially when you get home and then you see all the money is actually gone and you have to figure it out especially when you think you're going to lose your job because you used your work card and absolutely that part of the experience wow but then i'm like okay but also you paid for zero you never paid for anything and I think the problem with your relationship is that you always had that expectation of her always giving 
giving, giving, and you were always taking, taking, taking. So I think the relationship dynamic was problematic to begin with. But again, like you say, that was their relationship. I think where where I actually stop is where she writes the article. Yeah. And and I think the article, again, actually on its own, fine, fine. Okay. But she's putting herself in a narrative which she was never going to actually be in, I think. Her getting got is so personal to her. It's like the Kate Burton lady. She was never involved in the case. You know what I mean? She never got caught. It never became a public thing necessarily. She was never, she could have taken herself out of the narrative, but she put herself in the narrative. narrative, Also that she could be the victim. And so she could profit from her victimhood where I don't necessarily believe she was as much of a victim as she puts herself out to be. She's making it as if like, poor me, and not just poor me, she's playing up that I'm a perfect little, I'm a perfect person, this girl, woman. Yeah. I went to the right schools. I really am the one who fits in the society. Yeah. And then I got God, poor me. Like, I can you imagine, like, she got me. And I'm just like, when she was on yeah. the stand yeah. and the prosecutors talking her up about like, you went to the school, yeah. you, you, oh my word, you got this internship in three months. You, yeah. like, all of these things feeling like she's so deserving yeah. of all these things that she's privileged enough to get. Yeah. And then we should feel so sorry for her because how can this woman yeah. who is the, like, she's such well, a, well, I mean, that she's, one... she's in the right sort of school. She yeah. went, she's got the right sort of job. And then she got, God, Oh my word. And she's crying. I just felt, and then she's going to have a book deal. And then yeah. she's going to, I'm like, I mean, like, what have you lost? And Amex fixed it for you. You've lost nothing. It's not like. The experience, yes, horrible. Yeah. Look, I, look, I don't disagree with you, but I also feel that's one way to look at it. Mm. And I don't care. There's a part of me that's like, I don't actually care about you. You know what I mean? Like you're, um, (laughs) in the sense of like, the way I'm seeing it, if I'm in Rachel's shoes and say, even Mm -hmm. I am the one who went to all these schools and I feel, and yeah, she's that, she's got the lifestyle, she's in New York, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have a judgment about that, if I don't have a judgment about your ex type of person, why must I feel sorry for you? I understand because remember as well, she went to report it to be like, this Mm -hmm. is some kind of fraud. Like this person charged my cards without my permission it is you but know, she it didn't is she didn't ask you to she didn't ask her no, to no. she offered and i think that her but, i think it's the interpretation of the crime in is, in yeah. there is that you got scammed by a friend but really a friend you've been scamming your whole relationship Yes and no, but because that's the thing. Like, I, I, here's the thing: I'm not standing, Rachel. You got right? used. You got uh, yes, used exactly. by a friend you've been using the whole time. Let's well, say, let's yes, say that. I agree in the sense, but at the same time, that you've been happy to allow to to like take care of you and do all that stuff. But again, if that's the contract, because let's not forget who did the actual bad thing here. It's no, Anna. absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, because yeah, because all I'm saying is whether or not you want to feel sorry for Rachel to me is a separate question about whether or not she gets to actually have a gripe with she Anna has a gripe. and yes. feel wronged and feel like a yes. crime was committed against her because it was. Because even yes. though they're in this superficial, let's like die and why to die and she paid for everything and all the people in court are saying, why are you 
was like she was taking care of you and now you're upset about whatever but it's like but exactly she did take care of me i did actually have a reasonable expectation she is i did yes. buy into it i did make like let's get a suite woo let's get the biggest thing in the world like i did yes. do that like i don't I don't I'm not saying like she shouldn't be held like she definitely did that but it's not as if she was not in a situation where she had been led to believe that that was appropriate and okay She absolutely and was yes I would I'm on the side of her boyfriend and her being like in that situation where people come barging in on you and say we're going to call the police and you're like what do you do what do you scramble you offer Absolutely. your card and people I'm like that is a coercive situation because Anna is sitting right there she's the one who said she's going to pay for it she's the one who wanted the trip she's the one who invited you and she says nothing and you're there being threatened that you're going to get arrested in the country and then you leave and you find out that the woman actually legitimately let your cards get charged for everything i too would be at the police station being like this Absolutely. is some kind Agree of fraud and remember Agreed. she went to the police and then she went to the prosecutor and the prosecutor mm-hmm. they were saying like we're not but then they told her like yeah don't worry, like between us, it seems she's been running other scams. Rachel didn't know any of that. She was just in it for her scam that was done against her. And then only after Agreed. that did she then So that's like, what I'm saying is that yeah. I feel sorry for her up until that point. Yeah, yeah. Is that I absolutely see where you upset Rachel. Like you were done in, like she tricked you. She lied to you. She bamboozled you. And that was absolutely wrong. It was, she stole your money. Agree absolutely hard agree but you didn't actually amex paid you back well paid see back the money now when i found that out I you've was got like, a book deal and now you're writing yeah 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 and now that's what i mean is that yeah. like your your victimhood ended the moment amex paid you back and all you have now the only gripe i would have if i'm her is the experience of having and like i said yeah. she looked terrified when she was in Morocco and of course yeah. like I'm saying like if I'm in a foreign country if I'm in a foreign city and people are threatening to call the police and of course I'm terrified and that experience is what I feel sorry for her about and it's and when her boyfriend or before they were dating yeah. when Dal whatever his name is in the show yeah, yeah. tells her we got to get out of here I'm yeah. like thank goodness he's thinking, he's thinking and he yeah. can see that this is We've got to get out of here. Yeah. And I get her up until she's like, she's still calling Anna and Anna's telling her, I'm going to pay, don't worry. And she, even when they get back, I'm going to pay, don't worry. And she's still scamming her. Yeah. Again, feel sorry for you. I'm so sorry that you're going through yeah. this. Then you got your, then they paid the money back. I actually was surprised that she called to get her money back. Because remember, basically, when she left Morocco, it was like, I guess this is the end of that. But then she saw her yes. cards were charged and she was like, okay. I guess Anna will pay me back. Like, you know, and, and then she needed the money to get paid back. I mean, yes, but also remember that she was actually in New York to be a writer, you know, and now suddenly a story she's evolved is it, and Pops. she has the capacity to to put yeah. her own and she wants to. And so I definitely see it. Like I definitely okay, understand no, I how you can you look at it. it and be like, this is opportunistic. She's grabbing onto this. She's grabbing. But on the other hand, like this is somebody who also didn't ask to be scammed by their rich friend. No, and absolutely again, not. Anna is the one who was putting these, like what she did to the trainer, what she did to Neff even before she paid her back. Like she was able to pay her back. Like Anna was okay with living people in the lurch, people who it would give you heart palpitations. To me, it's all Anna. 
I'm like, I, 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 no, I, as much is, as it's like, oh. I, I can have all sorts of judgments about Rachel. And I think we should probably wrap up our Rachel discussion. We're going to argue forever. Like, I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. As much as I could have every single judgment about, because I, I don't disagree with you. I really yeah, don't. Like, I don't I'm disagree like, with ah, you either, You're making yourself a little bit victim-y. You're like doing these, like all of that, like I see it as well. But I'm also very reticent to make her some kind of like, bad person because no, she's not a what villain. she's done with what happened to her you know what i mean no and and there i have to yeah. agree with you and say if we're talking about these women as hustlers yeah you know what rachel hustle hard and especially when you brought up that she actually came to be a writer i actually agree and say you know what you're right because yeah. she, the story basically fell on her lap she didn't ask for the story. And to she found out. Right. And, and, and she started to write when she got calls from reporters about it. You're when right. When she realized right. that it no, was going right. to be a story anyway. Whether you're or not absolutely she right. You know? You know what? Hustle hard, Rachel. Hustle, <laughs> hustle hard. I actually agree with you. And because, and, and I guess the thing is about Anna is she's unrepentant. Yeah. Um, oh, completely. I mean, if we look at her, I mean, she's now still on, she's still on Instagram and uh, yeah. currently in ICE is still on Instagram. She got so out and immediately of- tweeted something like, I'm back bitches or something wild like that. Is she out? Yeah, she got out after three years. She went to jail. She got out in 2020. Oh, no, no. I, I, I meant out of um, ICE, out of ICE custody. Oh, I have no idea if she's out of ICE custody. But so she got out and immediately custody. asked for Fortress to invest in her. By the end of I the love week. her because yeah. you know what she is is I yeah. I believe Elizabeth Holmes would probably do the same thing yeah. because both Anna and Elizabeth believe in their own hype they believe in their own genius in a way that is if it hear me now this sort of thing happens all the time with men in that yeah. they believe their own hype they believe their own genius and people think it's normal whereas if the woman has an auda- the audacity to do that it is kind of like whoa yeah and so yeah i i applaud specifically anna not so much elizabeth because she was lying in a dangerous way like people's lives were actually there but i i applaud anna and i say to her go go on sister i mean if you if you still believe that you could do it i mean but like it was i have to be honest with you my heart was low-key broken when he was like one more thing, they're sending an investigator to your dad because you knew the dad didn't exist. And at Loki, I was like, wow, because actually, if that wasn't a step, if they'd given her the step, I do believe she would have built that space. I do believe no, she would have. And it, I think like, she would I, I have been successful. Yeah. And I think Anna, I think the thing about Anna is that she needed it to, she would have made it work so that she could actually make money and make it a successful thing. And the people around her would have made sure it worked because they also wanted to make the money. And she was dangerously close. I, (laughs) she was, and that's the thing is how close she was blows my mind that without, I mean, Elizabeth Holmes got hundred like tens of millions of dollars without investing a single spreadsheet yeah yeah a a single audited financial they never saw um anna again she was about to get she was dangerously close to getting millions which lets you know it really is all about image it has nothing it really is because again this is which brings me to my one another central thesis um of my life about 
being in, in post-racial societies. To mm-hmm. me, this is the barrier to entry for me to believe that so we're I agree with you. The day that, a, that I read a headline about a black woman scamming big financial institutions out of their millions, mm. I will know that maybe we in a post-racial even like dab, dipping our toes in a post-racial society because wow, the only way this works is is if you're white. You have to be white. That's, that's actually the number one requirement that I like, I think, you know. I a hundred percent agree because anyway. I felt like yeah. You know, if I walked, if it was a black woman who walked into these places, they wouldn't have believed her. They would have needed proof, proof of concepts. Your, like your, your proof of, of her, birth. They need a birth certificate. They Obama was trying to be the president. And <laughs> Literally was, was born in America. And they were like, get out of here. You're Kenyan or you're Muslim, which doesn't even have anything to do with <laughs> nationality and they wanted to see a long form birth certificate so if you're telling me that fortress investment is going to give a black woman 40 million they would never okay they They would not do so without up-to-date dental records you know same with elizabeth holmes like she would not have gotten into silicon valley to begin with she wouldn't have had generals you know generals in the army she wouldn't have had, what's the Fox News guy who owns Murdoch, Rupert yeah. Murdoch. She wouldn't have had the money, his money. Like they wouldn't have been throwing money at them at, no. at, because if it was a black woman, there's so much more you have to be good at, better at, prove yeah. to even get a, an invite to the place where there is a table. Never mind to get a seat at the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, same with even fire. Yeah. fire festival if it's like just if it's me and i just say i want to do this like people are gonna want to see proof of proof of concept they want to see like where's your experience where's your order but but billy mcfarland can do it because he is a you know white male Ooh, hmm. and it's funny you know the billy the way they portrayed him <laughs> in inventing anna was very generous because i saw all two to three fire fest uh, whatever and the minute he was talking to me i was like how oh, y'all not know that this guy was a complete liar, liar. And, this, and just a hype hype man he was not literally just a hype man. can you imagine Oh my gosh. No, we can't because we're black women. So anyway. We're black women. When God. Anna says when Anna says fire, that's the, the name y? of your thing. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, why is a rare like letter or something like that? And most years, and she was like, That's so stupid. Like that's she really so told stupid. him to his face that it's the stupidest thing she's ever heard, and he's doing a terrible idea. But he was like, No, this is how I want to live. Oh, Ooh. love it. Uh yeah. Oh, wow. Which also reminds us of Sir We Work. Did you see the rework uh, documentary? I didn't see. I, I've seen the trailer for the film that's coming out. Oh, there's a film. Um, oh, okay. There's a film starring Anna, Anne Hathaway and Jared Leto. Oh, my gosh. Coming. It is and, just, it's just another uh, testament wow. to what you can do with a white male body and a good head of hair and be tall. Truly. Like charisma and hair. Ah, and also... Far. The the ability to repeat a vision, a vision in quotes in yeah. in you know quotation yeah. marks, enough 
that people really believe you because yeah. a lot of, especially nowadays, a lot of like the things that people talk about in, in leadership and blah, blah, is like, you need to have a vision. And so people think all you need is to be able to repeat a vision. It's important because you, you do need all different parts of a thing. Only yeah. ingredients, right? Yeah, but the problem like, is that the vision, I mean, and, and the, th- the thing is this happens everywhere, whether you're talking about MLM type scabs, Ponzi scams, these types of scams, mega church scams, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, there's usually like a very charismatic leader who yes. can articulate a vision, quote unquote, and inspire mm-hmm. those around him and inspire them to believe like, don't worry, I've got it, right? But also simultaneously have a very authoritarian vibe because they're the one with the vision, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. And I've look, I guess it's the, the, the one of the things I've been to a lot of those leadership conferences and they say exactly that you need to be someone people follow, very charismatic. You need to have a vision that pe- that will inspire people. And they speak about that a lot as this is what it takes to be a leader. But what they don't speak enough about is you need to also have substance and integrity, not just as a person, but in whatever you're leading people, like the actual work. Elizabeth Holmes, charismatic in whatever way, vision, able to to articulate, but there was no substance in the actual product. There was no integrity in the actual product. And she also lacked integrity. And I think it's it, it's a thing that we often miss. We, we highlight, we do the highlight stuff, but there's also deeper things inside that take the fire festival into an actual greater the greatest party that actually happened rather than ever happened. There's like more, there's more. Yeah, totally. And I think also with these sort of figurehead people, one of the attributes that they each have that, that I think ends up being their downfall. It's very clear that they're completely identified with this endeavor or this thing that they're trying to do, that their self image, their self worth, the, idea of themselves is completely wrapped up in it and that's where they get themselves into trouble because then the the consequences that their actions have for other people in pursuit of their mm-hmm. goal or their dream or in pursuit of simply just like projecting a self an image of themselves like with Anna that's mm-hmm. where people get harmed you know what I mean and then that's where especially they, start where they lack integrity exactly yeah. and they don't and they like low-key don't see it because they're so wrapped up in being like I'm not basic you know then mm, it's like yes but yes, you, yes. in order to show that you're not basic you've defrauded your friends you've yeah. lied to this your family literally had to just let go of you as a person mm, um mm. like you're not seeing everything and and that makes it quite sad but anyway shall we wrap last, today up yeah last thing i want to ask you about each of them yeah do you believe that they believed or do you think they just lied so firstly early mcfarland like uh, do you think he, he actually believed or do actually no i think i think that all of them i think yeah. all of them believed in what they were trying to do. I really think all of them had a genuine good faith belief in what they were Mm. trying to do, but Mm. they did also bold face, very consciously, (laughs) very intentionally, really hyper awake and awarely lied Lied. about Mm. several things. 
Same, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. They believed it. They believed they were a genius. They really did. So, yeah. and I think they all thought they were dangerously close. They, you know, some of them just weren't. It's faith. You know, they were just like, this is how it works. Like, you've got to have a vision. You go for it. You jump in with both feet. Figure it out as you go, you know? And, yeah. and honestly, yeah. Anna's the one that I respect the most out of the whole group. Same. Because same. as she says in the show, or as they write in the show, like, mama put in the work. She didn't play she like did. she really got her network. She really put that whole team together and she not did. in like a ridiculous way. Like she used the gifts that she had. You know what I mean? She was convincing. She threw the parties. She had the right people meet the right people so that they could vouch for her. Like she wasn't yeah. playing. And she, I, my favorite. Oh, now I'm going to go on again. But was when she was trying to tell her dolt, dolt of a boyfriend, like what's going on, like what she's trying to do when he's like, come and like do this like be a partner with me in wake and she's like i don't give an f <laughs> about wake <laughs> i there is something i'm trying to do i do not want to be with you in your stupid app project i have my thing that i'm trying to build stop trying to <laughs> do you know what i loved about her there just last thing is that she just couldn't understand like why aren't you working like why yeah. aren't you working on this thing that's so funny. Oh, anyway. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. yeah, let's to wrap up. We've got a quote from a great inventor himself. He had many inventions that failed. Oh god, many... are we not gonna do um, a quick flame? Do we even have time for a quick flame? We have it's a quick flame. <laughs> it's never quick though. It's always a deep yeah you know to be fair i haven't even kept up on what's going on this week like i don't even know what i would quick flame there's definitely something i wanted to quick flame oh my gosh tandy newton needed needs to be quick flamed did you hear about what she did absolutely not Ooh, no 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 so she's doing some sort of presser for a movie she's in and then she starts to cry about how bad she feels about how she's wronged dark-skinned women what? Yeah, and taken their roles, taken their men, her husband's white, so that's confusing. <gasps> uh, um, and how she's uh, in the UK, like she was considered dark skin. And when she came here, the most discrimination she faced was from black American women. I, I, I mean, it was like, it was a pudding of mess. It was, it's just, it's been not a good look. So that's this like, was my, that's, this, <laughs> it's recorded somewhere. So that's my negative quick flame, my worst thing. Um, what's your favorite quick flame? I'm so shocked. I don't even know how to process that. Anyhow, all right, read us your quote and we can write this one out. This is fun. Okay, so the, the quote comes from Thomas Edison and very fitting for this specific episode. He says, everything comes to him who hustles while he waits. Ooh, yes, get your hustle on. <laughs> I love what? it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And fun fact, the lady who wrote the article about Anna was also the one who wrote the article for Hustlers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Anyways, thanks, Nomsi. This is really thanks fun. For... I shall see you around. <laughs> see you next week. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Assume It Will Be Brilliant Pod. And if you have any queries, questions, or comments, please email us at assumeitwillbebrilliant at gmail.com. And remember, step out into the unknown, assuming it will be brilliant. If you want to support the show and help other people find us, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts.